Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! at us what are we better at than calling audibles it's nuanas now and guess what our tournament takeover took us to portland we're still going to san diego we'll get into the details of the trip here in just a quick minute but i'm sitting here at the second of four games at the moda center downtown portland oregon and gonzaga number one seeded gonzaga the national runner-up a year ago they're getting everything they can handle from a good Georgia State team. I know people around the state of Montana are familiar with Georgia State. They played in Missoula a couple years ago. They've had a home-and-home home with the Grizzlies. And uh, we found ourselves here because we got rerouted. We were supposed to go from Spokane to San Francisco to San Diego. And now we got rerouted through Portland. Rather than sitting in the airport in Portland, we decided let's come to some games. So we watched the second half of Memphis versus Boise State. The Tigers knock out the Broncos. We're going to get in the raw deal I thought Boise State got in terms of their seed, and then they didn't perform, so maybe I'm wrong. But uh, we've, we're two games in here in Portland. We're still on our way to San Diego. The site in San Diego doesn't start till Friday. 
So our tournament takeover, you're getting bonus coverage. How about that? Coulter Nuanas, ESPN Radio. Appreciate everybody for being here. Hope you're having an outstanding Thursday, one of the best sports days of the year. So we're so happy to be with you here on ESPN Radio. Our tournament takeover, thanks to all of our phenomenal sponsors. J&B Restaurant Supply, Dazzler's Car Wash, Crawford's Automotive, Vance Thompson Vision, Stockman Bank of Montana, Palmer's Drug of Missoula, Ryan Holloway and Miller, The Silver Slipper, and Aspen Sound, plus a new addition to our tournament takeover. They relate to the party, but we love to have them. It's the M Store in downtown Missoula. They have a new location just a couple blocks up right there on the corner of Broadway and Higgins. A very good spot. They have all sorts of sports gear for you, all sorts of memorabilia, all sorts of uh, everything. And they're also adding an Apple store. So that's going to be very good and very important as well. So uh, we will continue our tournament takeover the next two days. We'll be broadcasting to you live from San Diego. Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz, he's riding shotgun with me. So I'm going to actually walk back into the arena right now. I am actually out in the uh, club level here uh, at the Moda Center in downtown Portland. But Riley's in there taking in this Gonzaga game. So we'll give you a little bit of some takeaways from the atmosphere and stuff. And then we'll come back out here where it's a little quieter. And uh, we'll give you a full recap of what's gone on here the first day of the 2022 NCAA tournament. Objectively different than a year ago for sure. We were in Indianapolis. We watched 14 games in four days. But most of the arenas were about a third full and uh, a totally different deal. But this, uh, you know, eight different sites, one of them being here on the West Coast in Portland, very cool. And uh, we're happy to be here, happy to get a little extra basketball in. It was good to have a little bit of a pivot. We are coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. You can march into savings with Northwest Motorsports Markdown Madness. Northwest Motorsport providing special APRs all March long. Get a truckload of savings on the greatest selection of trucks, trucks, and more trucks at Northwest Motorsport. Visit nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Of course, you're probably listening or watching on 1029 ESPN Missoula or SWX Montana Television. You can also stream the show on our website, 1029ESPN.com. Or you can watch the show on YouTube. N-U-A-N-E-Z will get you there. And if you want to get a hold of us, probably easiest since we're remote and we're streaming back to Andrew and Jeff and the boys back in the Missoula studios, probably easiest to get a hold of us by texting us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. I bet you everybody's bracket is busted. <laughs> so tell us how yours might have got busted. We're only halfway through the first day, but there's been some major upsets already and or some upsets that people didn't think were going to happen. I think a lot of people know 12 versus 5, that's a good one. But uh, I don't think anybody had Richmond out of the Colonial Athletic Association taking down the Big Ten Tournament champion, Iowa Hawkeyes. But maybe a couple of the national pundits, maybe they're right. Maybe the Big Ten is overrated. But text us today, text us this afternoon, 888 Is your bracket busted? If not, who are you riding with? If so, who busted it? Who's the one that took you down? 
Our tournament takeover is presented in part by Stockman Bank of Montana. At Stockman, we invite you to experience the Stockman difference. As a family-owned community bank with locations throughout the state of Montana, Stockman Bank is committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. What that means to you is your local money stays in the local economy, supporting your friends and neighbors. Riley Corcoran's riding shotgun with me here at the NCAA tournament, and uh, we've been rerouted through the City of Roses. We're on the way to San Diego, San Diego, California. Never been there before. I have been to Portland, but I've never been to this actual venue. So now we're taking you right here on the scene into the Moda Center, and this place is packed. We're sitting here right now, courtside, about midway through the first half, or second half, excuse me. Gonzaga, one of the top seeds in the tournament, a 23-and-a-half point favorite in this one. They're getting all they can handle from Georgia State. Gonzaga leads Georgia State 62-57 midway through the second half. Riley Corcoran, my great friend and my travel partner for the weekend. This is the greatest audible you ever called, man. We're supposed to be in San Diego, and we're sitting here in Portland, and we couldn't be any happier. This is amazing. I mean, truly from last year, for everybody that followed along, we're grateful for you, but it, it got us to appreciate just not sweating the little things. Well, this morning, we could have had an all-out disaster, and it turned out to be the best pivot of all time to where we have a six-hour layover. There's a place where there's games going on. It's been great to be here, and to see Gonzaga play, I mean, we're going to have a great comparison, Colton. I'm excited for the show to tease it early for next week. The comparison between Arizona and Gonzaga, I think everybody has them as the top two teams. From a consensus standpoint, we're going to get to see both of them in person. And I'll just say this. We've seen some tournament games together before, and Georgia State is not afraid. And I think that's more than half the battle when you see these 14, 15, 16 seeds play the top dogs. Georgia State felt they were underseeded. They're playing with a chip on their shoulder. And Gonzaga has understood. They know this, but you can't coast through it. I mean, Iowa got a good example of that earlier today as well. But, my goodness, Georgia State's played right with them. We're at the 10-minute mark right now. This is a two-possession game. It could go either way. Yes, Gonzaga's probably going to flex their muscles and win by the time we get to the top of the hour. But Georgia State's right there, and this is just so much fun. The fact that we're here doing this, we now get to see eight games in four days. We saw 14 games last year. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this, but I will say, and we'll start the conversation with this as well, my friend, but we were there last year in weird settings. The roar of the crowd is impossible to beat. It really is. We are here when Boise State was down 19, even when they got it to within a five-point game. This place was going bananas, and you're seeing the same thing. You kind of get the buzz in the arena. Well, maybe Georgia State might pull off the most epic upset in history. The fact that that's there, the roar of the crowd, it, it is impossible to beat, and I'll just, I, I will stand on my grave on that one. It is just really cool to be here. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. We're coming to you from the 200 level, the club suite level here at the Moda Center, downtown Portland, Oregon. We got rerouted. We're supposed to be doing this from some bar who we didn't even determine yet in San Diego, California. Instead, we're here, and Rally's right. The roar of the crowd is unbelievable. Got to love it. Gonzaga leads Georgia State in a 1 versus 16, just 64 to 58. Ten minutes to go here in the second half of this first-round NCAA tournament game. 
Our tournament takeover, all sorts of awesome supporters and sponsors that got us here, including Aspen Sound. Aspen Sound has car and boat stereos going, but you're going to want to book an appointment. They also have window tinting and auto starts. Visit Aspen Sound in Missoula on Broadway or visit AspenSound.com. Chet Holmgren, a big rebound against Zaga. They're trying, trying, trying to build some momentum. A largely partisan crowd on hand here to support Gonzaga, but also to support, likely, Boise State, who is the eight seed here in this bracket, but they lost earlier to Memphis. So we're going to get into some of the tournament results, but quickly, let's take a look at what we got in the rest of the show today. Most of this show, we have interviews pertaining to the Montana schools that are uh, here at the NCAA tournament. We'll hear from Montana State junior Cola Badbear for our Montana State Minute here in about 20 minutes. We also have an interview with uh, Brent Montague, the head coach of the Billing Skyview girls basketball team. They're the AA champions. We'll also hear from Danny Sprinkle from Montana State men's basketball as well as Xavier Bishop from the MSU men. So stay tuned for all that. Gonzaga's got their largest lead, and uh, I am just letting you all hear the roar of the crowd. Andrew tells me that uh, our audio actually sounds great coming through our courtside iPad here. So appreciate Andrew, Jeff, Tommy Evans, the guys at the back for setting us up here and letting us do this. But Gonzaga, they're, they're clinging. 66-58, the Zags lead. Nine minutes and 17 seconds left. Immediate timeout, so we will continue walking. Thanks so much for listening to us here on ESPN Radio. Or maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuanas, Riley Corcoran coming to you from the Moda Center here in Portland, Oregon. So let's dive into... Friday is our big day. We're covering the, the NCAA tournament live and in person with the Montana School in it for the first time in a couple years. And uh, I guess we'll start there with an open-ended question before we get into some of these tournament results, Riley. Uh, you're the voice of the Grizz. You've been to two NCAA tournaments. But really weird because mo both the times you got sent to places where there's not like a huge brand, quote-unquote, for the Grizz or the Big Sky Conference or really anybody from our neck of the woods. San Diego, Portland, I mean, just a little bit better or I guess just more familiar for us. So I, I just think the Cats being in the tournament, first Montana school since uh, 2018 to be in the NCAA tournament. A little bit better, I guess. I should say better, because Des Moines and Wichita are both fine, whatever. But San Diego, Portland, a little bit different, a little, little bit more familiar. Like we've already seen multiple Montana people here. We have, and you look at the, there's two West Coast or Mountain West regions every single year. Montana got shipped elsewhere because hey, when you're the 14, 15, or 16, you're kind of at, at will. Like Georgia State, for example, they're coming all the way up here to Portland because they're not the priority. When you look at Montana State, I think they got a good draw from a regional standpoint. And yes, you get that more the, the flavor. We've watched the Mountain West this year. We've watched the West Coast Conference. We watched the Big Sky, Pac-12 even. Those are the teams that you see the focus in out here, and it's really cool culture because I think just 
read the Big Sky completely out of it. Being here in Portland, you feel the Boise State vibes. You feel the Gonzaga vibes as well, where there is regional advantage. And I think that you see that a lot on the East Coast and the South when they when they have these regional finals. It's finally nice to actually see it in person. Being at this Gonzaga game, yeah, it's a 1 versus 16. Yes, 99% chance that Gonzaga is going to pull away in this game. Sure. But all that being said, you can feel the home court advantage. I feel that's very necessary. When the Grizz got sent their last two tournaments, no disrespect to anybody, but they're kind of in the middle of the Midwest. They're forgotten. They're playing in Wichita, Des Moines. It's a good draw for the Cats, and I really think from, I know we're going to talk about this later on in the show as well, but the time zone perspective, I think an early start, that might be advantageous to where you can maybe catch a Texas Tech team sleeping. And what we've seen, we saw it firsthand last year, we've seen it today as well. These games are shrink. They're, they're shrunk. I mean, we're the, it's magnified every single play. You fall behind. Look what happened to Iowa today. A trendy pick for everybody for the Sweet 16 Elite Eight Final Four. You fall behind. You might think there's 25 minutes on the clock. It feels like there's five minutes on the clock because your season's on the line. You're desperate. I think that's advantage to the underdog, which means if Montana State, hey, they get out to a hot start tomorrow, watch out. How small is the Northwest? Well, myself, Coulter Nuanez, and Riley Corkin, voice of the Grizz, we find ourselves at the Moda Center here in downtown Portland. And uh, first, we get to meet up with one of my great friends, one of my college roommates and, and uh, a proud University of Montana alum, Stephen Engelman. And that was by design, you know, because I knew he was going to be here. So I cut, gave him a call right when we got here. But then as we're coming back down to meet Steve and his friends, we run into Keenan Curran, former all-conference receiver for the University of Montana football team. And then we run into Scott Jurgens, who's an athletic administrator at Boise State, who formerly worked at Montana State, who we had just seen in Boise because he's at Boise State. And he came to the tournament to watch, uh, to, you know, say hi to some of his old colleagues. And so just so funny because we saw two Montana people in just the blink of an eye. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. If you don't see us here, it's because we're here, not there. If you don't see us there, I should say. Because we're here in Portland, Oregon at the Moda Center. Our tournament takeover continues. We'll hear from Cole Badbear here in about 15 minutes. We're also going to hear from Brent Montague, the head coach of the Billings Skyview girls team, the Class AA women's basketball champions. And now, real-time update, by the way. Gonzaga... Pulling away a little bit. They have a little bit of an advantage now. 70-58 to 58 with about eight minutes to go here in Portland. But we'll also hear in this show from Danny Sprinkle from the Montana State men's basketball team as well as Xavier Bishop, Sprinkle's super senior point guard there for MSU. The Bobcats, that's the main motivation for our travels. They play in San Diego, California tomorrow, 11.45 a.m. tip on TNT is how you can find it in Montana. It'll be a 10.45 a.m. tip local time from San Diego State. So we'll get you more prep for that game here uh, in hour number two. Got to thank all of our sponsors here for our tournament takeover, including JV Restaurant Supply. JV is your home for everything kitchen. They have three locations throughout the Treasure State, Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls, or you can always visit jvrestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at J&V, your restaurant specialist. And, Riley, we were watching games. It was crazy. You'll hear sort of our, our real-time rendition of what's going on because a couple of our ins and outs are actually pre-recorded in the show. we got to tell you that. FCC regulations don't need to have a, any sort of spoiler alert here. But 
we were watching as we were uh, sort of calling our audible and making our way to the Moda Center. We were literally watching Providence and South Dakota State in the car while recording a radio segment, while tracking uh, our tickets for this game. It's crazy. The technology is crazy. But uh, that South Dakota State was kind of a popular upset bid. But here we are now with the rest of the NCAA tournament playing out. And uh, only halfway through the first round, the first day of the first round, uh, brackets busted all over the place. Oh, they, they really are, and I think there was a lot of trendy upset picks, myself included. I'll, I'll fully pull, put myself out there. I thought Colorado State was going to beat Michigan. South Dakota State was a trendy upset pick. They'd won 20 or 22 games in a row. They lose to Providence. Boise State, everyone, everybody here, and I'm telling you, this this Moda Center that we're at right now would have been sold out if it was Boise State-Gonzaga. From well, we've seen so many Boise State oh. and Gonzaga fans, and uh, you're, you're right. That, that was exactly the draw. And how about this? Boise State, like this is one of their best seasons in school history. They've never won a tournament game. So you kind of feel for them because this was a big opportunity for them to win. And then you play with house money against Gonzaga. That comes to a crashing halt. Memphis kind of ruined those plans. But you just kind of see the perspective on all of this. And, and Iowa is the first bracket buster I feel. Everybody you talk to at least had them in the Sweet 16. If not the Elite at the Final Four. It goes to show you, you have to look at matchups. To me... Culture, it all comes down to experience this time of year. You look at the teams that are older, they're the teams going to win. And I understand that Arizona, if we're looking at a national perspective, everyone loves them. They're younger than people think. So we'll see how that plays out. Experience comes into play so much here. We can feel the momentum. It's kind of hard to describe, right? It's hard to equate or put in maybe a Ken Palm stat or anything. But you need to feed off momentum so much in a tournament like this, in a game setting like this. And and we've seen it the last couple years. This year's a little bit different, as we just previously mentioned, with fans in the stands. There's just a different element to it. It's so much. It's so cool to see. I've always been enamored by the roar of the crowd. I kind of get goosebumps. I always will. I love it for that aspect. But uh, you certainly see Gonzaga kind of pulling away with the game that we're at right now. But the roar of the crowd, it, it's unmatched. And I will I will stand on that sword till the day that I. Uh, uh, fall over, that's for sure. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for being with us here on your Thursday. Hope you're having a fantastic start to multiple different holidays. St. Patrick's Day, everybody. But it's also the first day of the NCAA tournament as well. And our morning got started off terribly wrong. It's Coulter Nuwana's here on Nuwana's now with Voice of the Grizz, Riley Corcoran. And we were... Good boys last night. We drove over to Spokane, went to bed early, got a good night's sleep, caught up with an old buddy. We get to the airport on time. We're rocking and rolling. We cruise through security. I even get to recheck a bag without any sort of issue. We're sitting there chilling. All of a sudden, delay, delay, delay. All of a sudden, cancel, cancel, cancel. All of a sudden, we're in Portland. Riley called a great audible, and that made us be here for Thursday games live and in person for our tournament takeover here at Nuanas. Now, we are at the Moda Center, downtown Portland, Oregon. We saw one final, Memphis, a nine seed. By the way, coached by Penny Hardaway. I couldn't believe I saw Penny Hardaway live and in person. But Memphis, they get by Boise State, 64-53. I thought the Broncos got a raw draw, but if you get a raw draw, you got to prove people wrong, and they didn't. And so now they've never won, like Riley said, never won a tournament game in their program's history, and uh, they're on their way home. But other finals that have happened not here in Portland from across the way, Baylor completely dismantled Norfolk State. Was that a rematch from last year? I feel like we watched that exact same game. It was. Yeah, Baylor Baylor just absolutely trashed the 16 seed. I mean, they're banged up going into it, so we'll see how they end up panning out at the end of things. But 
They, they flexed their muscles a little bit today. They're an interesting matchup because I feel culture. Everybody's selling on Baylor. You got the experience of the defending champ. I still think there's something there with them. Wouldn't surprise me if they make a run despite being two to three men down right now. I think they know how to make a run, but it's so hard to repeat because you're ta I mean, when's the last time a team actually repeated? I think Florida, correct? Like uh, Florida, 2006, yeah. 2007 when we were in the, college. That's the last time. Jeez, you're dating us that bad? You're going <laughs> to tell everybody how old we are, Coulter? But, yeah, I, I truly think that's the last time we saw a repeat. We're so old that 2006 seems like three years ago to me. Uh, other scores, North Carolina closing in on it. It's only midway through the second half, but they're up 79-48. to 48. And uh, we also have... Michigan over Colorado State, like Riley mentioned, 75-63. The, mm, the Rams were kind of a popular – it seems like an upset because they were dogs in the game, even though it's a 6 versus 11. But they were a popular team to make a run. They will not. Instead, Michigan moves on to face Tennessee. Tennessee beat Longwood 88-56. And then probably the biggest bracket buster – well, the biggest bracket buster for me was South Dakota State losing. They lost 66-57. I had SDSU in the Sweet 16, one of the highest scoring, most high-octane offenses uh, in – the country, honestly, and a team that went undefeated during the regular season in conference play, South Dakota State loses. But that's a 4 over a 13, so not crazy. But the biggest upset of the day, Richmond takes down Iowa, 67-63. to 63. So um, plenty yet to come. We'll have all sorts of coverage for you tomorrow of this entire first round. Uh, of the NCAA tournament. First day of the first round because tomorrow is the extension uh, of the second day. Cola Bad Bear, Montana State Junior Post coming up here in about, oh, I don't know, 8-10 minutes. And also we'll hear from Danny Sprinkle, Xavier Bishop, also of Montana State. And we'll also hear from Brent Montague, the head coach of the Western AA Girls Basketball Champions the Billings Skyview Falcons, their first championship ever. Andrew Houghton provided a nice interview for us for ESPN Missoula as well. Coulter Nuanas, Riley Corcoran coming to you from the Moda Center. Gonzaga up 78-58 here uh, in late in the second half, five minutes and 40 seconds to go. And uh, Gonzaga took a little while to get clicked in, but here they are. But Riley, we watched Gonzaga live twice last year. They were an absolute machine. But it seems like even though they maybe aren't as veteran or as polished as a year ago, they uh, they still uh, they still have a lot of talent. And, and they are one of the odds-on favorites to win this tournament. Well, I think the biggest thing, though, is, is managing those expectations because everybody now for two years has said they're the team. Can they handle that? That's the biggest question. We don't know. And if they can't handle it this year... I mean, I think at the Northwest, we all kind of, in a way, root for Gonzaga. If they can't handle it this year, Coulter, I think it's very fair to say, hey, you kind of got to throw them back in the pile of a team that can dominate the regular season, but you have to prove it in the NCAA tournament. And right now, they're currently on an 18 to nothing run. They went from a four-point lead to a 22-point lead. With that being said... It's coming down to the next couple weekends for them. They need to manage kind of their workload and how they're going to work themselves up. They barely got by a UCLA team last year. I know we're, we're picking Harris at this point, right? I mean, they beat UCLA in the Final Four. They got blasted by Baylor. But at this point, they have set themselves up, and I think they're okay with this, where it's national championship or bust. Like, if they don't make the Final Two, it's going to be a disappointment. And so they're a really intriguing story. I think a lot of people have Gonzaga and Arizona in the Final for good reason. I do as well. They've been the two most consistent teams all year but just judging a little bit we might be looking into it a little bit more than because we're here but 
they're going to have to deal with a lot of expectations on their shoulders sure. because this is a, I mean, already Georgia State, they played with them for 20 minutes. Gonzaga's flexing their muscles clearly right now, but it's going to be a battle every single game for them. I mean, I think everyone in the Northwest would love to see Gonzaga going, but they're going to have a lot of pressure every game to get there. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Thanks to Dazzler's Car Wash as part of our tournament takeover. Dazzler's has provided $500 worth of gift cards for you for our bracket challenge. So hope you entered. But stay tuned because after the Sweet 16 rolls around, we'll do a little reseed, give you another opportunity for that as well. Two more things here, Riley, uh, when it comes to this NCAA tournament. First, Gonzaga has now had a sustained run of success where they're part of the lexicon. They're part of the the uh, national council. Are they a blue blood? That's my question for you is Gonzaga's funded like a blue blood. They don't have football to deal with, but they also don't have football to uh, pull from. They are in a, a non-Power 5 conference. They're out here in Spokane, Washington, sort of on an island all their own. So they have these systematic advantages, but also disadvantages. The thing that is eluding them, though, from being considered in the same breath as Kansas and Kentucky and North Carolina and Duke and whoever else you want to add to the list, Virginia is probably in there somewhere, is the, the, the national championship. And if you consistently make it to the Final Four, that's great. But is, is Gonzaga flirting with becoming the next UNLV or are they flirting with coming the ne- becoming the next Villanova? I think they need a, a national championship to affirm that, right? I would agree with you. I think they're trending more Villanova than UNLV. I yeah. do think that, that they view themselves as a national powerhouse, so we should view them that way as well. Sure. And I think the only thing that's eluding them is that national title or really breaking through at the end. But consistently, Coulter, how many years now have we talked about Gonzaga being a consistent top 10 power? That's a blue blood to me. North Carolina, we still say, is a blue blood. They've been out of the top 25 all year. I do think Gonzaga, for the way they fund basketball and everything, yes, we can kind of, it'd be fun to consider them a Cinderella. They're a blue blood in college basketball. They they invest in it. We've said it with the the no football angle as well. They're a blue blood from the way that they operate day to day. And I think, yeah, that's why there's so much pressure on them. They need that national title to vindicate that. But at the same time, they operate like that day to day. We should treat them like that. I feel they're a top 10 program year in, year out. And despite their conference, and I know a lot of people, the haters will want to bag on their conference schedule. They play a very challenging non-conference. The West Coast Conference, you could make the argument, is just as good as the Mountain West and the Pac-12 right now. So to me, Gonzaga is absolutely legit. And that's why there's so much pressure on them. A great storyline, though. Can they get it done this year? They're one of probably five to six legit contenders to do it. I watch probably 50 college basketball games a year from a media perspective and probably another 50 from another perspective. I thought Gonzaga last year, the best team I've ever seen, certainly the best team I've ever seen in person. I was shocked when they didn't win at all, but also they ran into a a brick wall in in Baylor. So we'll see. We'll see where the Zags go, but they're rolling in this one. They're up 86, now 88, 65. The under for the last media timeout, it's on its way. We are here to cover the Big Sky Conference schools. We're on our way to San Diego, California. Later on this evening, we'll be live tomorrow to give you the full recap of Montana State's men's first-round game, 11.45 Mountain Standard Time. TNT is where you can find it. And uh, we'll give you a full recap of that one tomorrow during Nuanas Now. The MSU women, they play at 8 p.m. tomorrow. How about one of the best players from the state of Montana, Cola Bad Bear, proud member of the Crow Nation, as well as a native of Billings, Montana, a graduate of senior high school. She leads Montana State into 
the NCAA tournament and their matchup against Stanford. She'll join us next year as part of our tournament takeover. It's Nuanas Now. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sports Bet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sports Bet Montana location or by using the Sports Bet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sports Bet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sports Bet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sports Bet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. The Bobcats are going dancing, while the Southern Utah men got the Big Sky Conference's postseason kicked off with a win. Hello, I'm Andrew Houghton. Both Montana State basketball teams have made it to California prior to their first-round NCAA tournament games on Friday. The Bobcat men are a number 14 seed in San Diego, where they'll play number 3 Texas Tech at 11.45 a.m. Mountain Time. The Red Raiders finished the regular season 25-9 and and ranked 12th in the country. Montana State's women are in Palo Alto, where, as a number 16 seed, they'll take on number one Stanford on the Cardinals' home court at Maples Pavilion. That game tips off at 8 p.m. Friday. Stanford, led by first-team All-American Haley Jones and third-teamer Cameron Brink, is 28-3 and ranked third in the country. In Cedar City on Wednesday night, Southern Utah won its first-round game in the Basketball Classic, beating Kent State 83-79 behind 27 points from Dre Marine. It was only the Thunderbirds' second postseason win in program history. Their second-round opponent is still to be determined. Eastern Washington's men also accepted a bid to the Basketball Classic, and the Eagles' first-round game at Fresno State tips off at 8 p.m. Thursday. Northern Colorado is the final Big Sky men's team playing in a postseason tournament. The Bears play Florida Atlantic in the College Basketball Invitational at 12.30 p.m. Sunday. On the women's side, Big Sky regular season champion Idaho State tips off against Wyoming in a first-round WNIT game at 6.30 p.m. Thursday. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. All stars, fat laces, gun charge, court cases, fought that. Not guilty, I'm back. Take me, been there, done that. So, got jacked, got shot, came back, jumped on Dre's back, paid back. Homie, I'm bringing CA back, and I don't do button up shirts to drive Maybachs. All you old record labels trying to advance. Well, welcome to our space time continuum. We're coming to you here from the Portland airport. You're listening to this after we've already come to you from Portland. So, uh, we're actually going to Spokane, Portland, San Diego instead of Spokane, San Francisco, San Diego. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Hey, flights get delayed. That's how it goes. You miss connections. That's how it goes. Thanks for joining us here on our tournament takeover. It's presented in part by Stockman Bank. At Stockman Bank, they invite you to experience the Stockman difference. As a family-owned community bank with locations throughout Montana, 
Stockman Bank is committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. Appreciate Stockman for helping us get down here. And uh, we're about to make our way over to check out a little Boise State Memphis, a little Gonzaga, Georgia State. And then we'll be in San Diego for the games tomorrow. So uh, this is just going to be a meandering, wild radio show. But I'm uh, with Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz. We got to watch 14 games in four days last year. The uh, the trip not going as smooth uh, this time around. But that's okay because we're actually going to get to see Thursday games in person. Well, how perfect how it all worked out, right? We were going to get rerouted a different way. We were all bummed about the delay. And then it works out where, okay, hey, we have a six-hour layover at a place where there's two games. Oh, by the way, Boise State, Gonzaga, both Northwest uh, premier programs, and we get to see them too. So it, it all worked out, and uh, you're right. After what we did last year, this kind of seems like a breeze, Coulter, as far as pivoting from the normal plan. Nuanas now ESPN Radio. Our tournament takeover also presented by JNV Restaurant Supply, which has helped us present you the Montana State Minute all year long. JNV has three locations: Bozeman, Billings, and Gray Falls, where you can visit jvrestaurant.com. JNV. Proud to sponsor athletics across Montana for over 45 years. You can get everything you need for your next event at JNV, your restaurant specialist. Up next, Cola Bad Bears. He's a senior for the Montana State women. They play Stanford tomorrow night, Friday, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time tip. And Cola, definitely one of the, the prides of the Treasure State, one of the top players in the state of Montana that's from the state of Montana. And Riley, you're a Billings guy. So I just think it's so cool that she's representing for so many different factions. She's representing for her Native American heritage. She's re- representing for Billings Senior. And she's one of the only Montana kids playing uh, in the NCAA tournament. Well, I think anywhere that, or whoever you root for in the state, you gravitate towards those Montanans, as we know. And, and she is so proud to represent all of the causes that uh, make Cola Bad Bear great. So you really feel uh, happy for her, and she's going to get this rewarding experience. And you know what? She plays great basketball. She is a huge piece to what Montana State does. That physicality down low, here's one thing. You know she's not going to be intimidated by what looks like an intimidating task playing Stanford. Well, she's so tough, you're right. She's remade herself after uh, blowing out her knee in high school. She doesn't jump nearly as high, but she's still a good athlete, but she can, you know, sort of pick and pop, run a lot of stretch four type stuff, and she's also a banger down the block, so she will certainly be key to Montana State's chances as they play Stanford at 8 p.m. tomorrow night in the first round of the NCAA Women's Tournament. Our tournament takeover continues. It's brought to you in part by Aspen Sound. Cars and boat stereos, window tinting, auto starts, and more. Visit Aspen Sound in Missoula on Broadway or visit aspensound.com. Montana State Junior Post, Cola Bad Bear, here on ESPN Radio. Nuan is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Our tournament takeover continues. The Montana State women's basketball team, they're on their way to Palo Alto, more specifically Stanford, California. Where we're joined now here on ESPN Radio here on your Thursday by Cola Badbear. She's a junior, the Montana State women's team, and uh, double dancing for the Bobcats. Both the men and the women head to the big dance. They both play on Friday, so I'll full coverage for you of that tomorrow. Cola, thanks so much for being with us. Pretty surreal experience, I'm sure, to know that both Bobcat squads go in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, of course. Very surreal experience. It's crazy. I still can't even believe it. Feels like a dream. I'm sure it does. Well, you are from Billings, Montana, so this is even cooler because uh, us Montana kids, we always grow up dreaming big, and and so sometimes it's so hard to get to the big stage. So uh, when you were first cutting the nets down, the confetti's falling and all that, I mean, what was that like for you and your teammates? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty emotional for all of us, especially for me. I just didn't know if I should cry, if I should smile, <laughs> laugh, or what. It was just, it's just a dream come true, you know, especially at that, knowing you got that ticket punched and it's everything you worked so hard for at the beginning of the season, even just like prepping like from like last summer. It's everyone's goal. And in reality, it's just like, you know, like you said, surreal. It's shocking. Well, you guys had such a, a tough end to the regular season, just given the schedule, because you had a makeup game where you had to go to Portland. Portland. You had to play at Montana and Missoula in front of a hostile crowd, and then a season-ending road trip against Sac State and Northern Colorado. And I know you had a couple tough losses down the stretch. So, what was the turning point? How were you guys able to sort of readjust and, and get and win three in a row in Boise this last week? Yeah, honestly, um, I think just we before the tournament we had like we sat down as a team and we all went around and just we were honest with each other you know said like our biggest fears and what like we need from each other and i think just being vulnerable before the tournament and opening up and you know wanting like showing each other that we need each other and i think that throughout the whole tournament we just laid on each other and played like a team we really haven't played like before you know we were having fun we were playing loose and that's something like i haven't really seen all season from us you know in the first game, too, against Weber State, Weber was coming off a win, and they looked like a team that might just blow up the bracket because they have a lot of talent. And there was a moment when you guys were down, I think, 12 or 14 points in the first half, but then you seemed to settle in and really click and then just raced all the way to the finish line from there. So within that game, was there something that you saw, something that clicked for you, or, or was it just a matter of kind of settling into the environment in Boise? Yeah, are you talking about, like, our team? Yeah, you and your team, but just both, all the way around, yeah. Yeah, um, I think we just had that mentality, you know, like we were just like in the zone. I can't even describe the zone, but, you know, like you just don't want to lose. And we were all on that same page. And no matter what stats were happening or what, like just we had that next play, we're going play by play, possession by possession, no matter what the scoreboard looked like, you know. And then you look up fourth quarter and it's like, oh, we're going to win this, you know. No doubt about it. Cole Badrayer joining us here on Nuana's Now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Montana State, they play tomorrow, 8 p.m. Montana time, 7 p.m. tip from Stanford. And Cole, I got to ask you about Darian White, because I know that uh, you guys came in together. I know you and Darian and, and Madison Jackson were kind of the, the freshman trio on that Big oh, Sky yeah. Championship game a couple, or Big Sky Championship team, excuse me, a couple years ago. Uh, but how has your relationship with her evolved, and, and how do you think she's evolved as a player? Because Gotta tell you, she's one of my favorites I've ever watched. She's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And she's unbelievable yeah, when she's got she the ball in her hands. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I still get goosebumps watching her today and just being able to play with her and having that opportunity is amazing. Makes me a better player every day. And just from freshman year now, just watching her grow as a person off the court too is beautiful. Like we were in the dorms together, then we lived together, you know, and here we are, junior year. Um, it's just amazing to see the strides she has taken, not just on the court but also in the classroom and like in the community and now she's getting national recognition and I think it's well deserved and I think she's going to continue to keep turning heads and opening eyes. Well, how about your story because I followed you all the way back since you were in, in high school there at Billings Senior and I know you're a tremendous athlete when you're there for the Bronx but I know then you got the bad knee injury so just take us through <laughs> yeah. sort of remaking yourself remaking your, your confidence and your athleticism because a lot of times that sort of stuff can linger for a long time. Honestly, I think, like, just this, within this last year, I want to say, like, the last nine months, um, I finally got out of the brace, and I just had this mentality, you know, I didn't want to be a player that has changed, or, you know, a lot of people say the player's not the same, 
you know, after a knee injury. And so it's always been in my head. And yeah, I know I was going to be a little slower and like, you know, not be able to do as much as I could before. But I think just having that chip on my shoulder and wanting to just show everyone that I wasn't going to be the same player. I was going to change in different ways. It was cool just seeing how much support you had there at the tournament as well. I know you had a lot of family there and stuff. So, uh, and yeah, you know, as somebody that's grown up in Montana and always had such a great appreciation, especially from the Native American background that you come from, yeah. it seems like basketball is just so huge, especially for people that come from the reservations or have ties to the reservations. So, what was it like for you just having uh, just the supporters there, all your family there uh, in Boise cheering you on? Oh, yeah, it means everything to have my family there and just to have them there physically. And I know I had a lot just back home written for me, texting me before the game, during the game, after the game, and just lots of friends from back home, different, even different reservations out of Montana. I just think it's so cool to see that, like, everyone just supports everyone, especially across the Native American community. Yeah, it's awesome. I know that you also did some work with the No More Missing Sisters initiative this year as well. So just tell people about that and sort of how you got involved and why it means something to you. Yeah, I mean, like two years ago, freshman year, um, one of my assistant coaches, Katie Mobley, got it uh, started and was like, hey, like, let's have a game like for Native Americans, you know, like, let's do it on No More Stolen Sisters. And I think like we took off from there. And as a freshman, I was a little shy and didn't really want to talk out as much. But junior year, like over the last two years, I've gotten questions and just from my teammates like hey like what's happening you know and like they're just wanting to know more and so I think I really got the push and just having their support and from my coaches and family and everyone in my community I got I found my voice you know to speak up and just yeah it's so like this year I just think uh being a junior and upperclassman I guess I could say is what gave me that motive to speak out. Cole Batbear joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. And Cole, let's talk about the draw. First of all, when you were sitting at the brick and, and watching national TV, what was it like for you and your teammates when you see Montana State pop up on the screen? <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I didn't even know what to, I was trying to prepare, like what kind of celebration I was going to do, but I just couldn't even hide my emotions. It's just crazy to even see Montana State up there, especially against the number one team reigning champ, Stanford, you know. It's just, it's amazing. I can't even describe it. The picture, uh, uh, the still picture, the video was great, but the still picture, Madison Jackson's face is how shocked she is to see Montana State on the <laughs> on the big screen. So funny. If you get a chance, you can go check it out on Twitter. But you mentioned, I mean, the defending national champions and uh, one of the top seeds in the tournament, and you guys are going to get to play at one of the great venues in college basketball, men or women there uh, on the Stanford campus. So how are you guys approaching this thing? What do you think of the draw? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we have people, you know, it's a big team. They're number one. We're coming in number 16. But at this point, we got nothing to lose, you know. And so I think it's going to be fun, such a great experience. And I think we're all just soaking the experience up and just this opportunity. Like, there's a lot of teams that would want to be here right now that's us. So might as well seize it, right? No doubt about it. Well, I know everybody from the state of Montana will be rooting girls on. And congratulations on a phenomenal season. Thank you. Montana State, the first round of the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament, 8 p.m. Montana Standard Time, 7 p.m. local time there from Stanford, California. Cola Badbear, Billings native, joining us here on Nuanas Now. Cola, this was, this was great. Thanks so much for being with us. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. 
For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. And bow down when I come to your town. Bow down when I'm Westbrook Blast. Bow down. Cause I ain't a hater like you. Bow down to a killer that's greater than you. Ooh. I take 10 steps and I draw. Now who's this in the big bad Inglewood edition? I bust like a pimple. My mind is still mental. The West Side connects with me in South Central. When a drag from the zigzag came up with the Phillies holding down the Wild West like a kid they call Billy once again. Technology is once again blowing my mind. We're sitting here in the back of an Uber in Portland, Oregon. We're on the way to the Moda Center for some NCAA tournament action. We weren't expecting to be watching live games. We were expecting to be doing this show live from San Diego with the Nuanas now. Tournament takeover. We've been rerouted, but we are in the city of roses here on Oregon's West Coast. And uh, can't say that I plan to be here, but I am happy to be here. It's Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. We had a flight from Spokane, supposed to go to San Francisco. It got delayed. We were going to miss our connection in San Fran to San Diego. And so now, instead, we're going to Portland and then to San Diego about uh, 6.30 Montana time. So we're recording some stuff to play for you here during the first hour of Nuanas now. Our tournament takeover brought to you in part by Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. They're the best around when it comes to getting your car wash in the Garden City. Their hoses are really good for the vacuums. You can get them up underneath the seats and get all the, the ins and outs and all the corners. They're going to pre-wash your car, spray it down. Then you're going to get the best touchless car wash in Missoula. And then they're going to give you a little post sprinkle and shine it up as well. Keep your car sparkling with Dazzler's Car Wash, the best place to get a car wash in the Garden City. And our neighbors here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, located right next door, 2610 Radio Way, open 10 a.m. till 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday. Swing on by Dazzler's Car Wash today. Appreciate them helping us with the Nuanas Now Tournament Takeover. Let's dive into a prep extra. We've been giving you interviews from uh, around the state of Montana from last weekend's state tournament extravaganza. Both the boys and girls tournaments for all four classification levels were last weekend. So uh, it was sort of a uh, a tidal wave to keep up with. And I spent all of Monday and Tuesday watching all the highlights. Shout out to all the media people out there in Montana that cover these things because I watched everybody. I, I know we're on SWX Montana Television here, but I, I watched all sorts of coverage and it was very fun to catch up with all of it. One of the, the interesting storylines coming out of the state tournament is Billing Scavue, their girls basketball team, the class AA state champions for the first time ever. The high school opened back in 1984 and uh, now the the Falcons after going 1-19 three years ago they are the state champions for the first time ever so let's do a little prep extra ask about a per personal loan from Farmer State Bank whether you want a camper vehicle personal watercraft everything you need for the summer you can visit FarmersEbank.com for more details I'm here with Riley Corcoran voice of the Grizz right in the back of an Uber watching March Madness uh, in current time as we're recording this Providence is beating South Dakota State 56-47, excuse me. So uh, this is no bueno for my bracket. I got SDSU in the Sweet 16, but maybe they can 
rally a little bit, but uh, rally, fun times as always. We're not in San Diego or San Francisco or in Portland, but uh, can't complain. We're on our way to watch the second half of Boise State versus Memphis and then catch the Gonzaga game as well. I mean, we, we plan, we pivot, right? It's exactly what happened. Uh, and I think last year was great perspective for both of us that, hey, we're just going to roll with the punches, that it was just a, uh, a year where you appreciate what you have and we get our flight canceled. And then it's like, man, you have a six-hour layover. Hey, by the way, there's games going on in Portland. Let's go down and go to them. And it just so happens to be Memphis, Boise State, and Gonzaga. So it turns into a great day. You're right. We're hoops junkies. We follow this stuff uh, as much as anybody, especially this time of year. So it's great. It's back in a more normal capacity as well. I'm excited for you to see San Diego tomorrow, kind of with the four games at one spot, and you really see the highlight. But, uh, oh, yeah, happy to be here, rolling along here with the punches. Brett Mahana, you, Billy Scavio, girls basketball coach, upcoming. A good interview recorded by Andrew Houghton, our producer here at ESPN Missoula. Riley, just one last thought on this Skyview championship because Billings, the biggest city in Montana by a lot. Great sports tradition in Billings when it comes to high school sports. Seems like uh, each of the four high schools in Billings have a certain level of success in something or the other. And Skyview had a lot of success in football when Ron Lebsock was the head coach there. And they've been very good in boys basketball lately as well, but they were not good at all in girls basketball and uh, just won in 19 a couple years ago, but now a state championship for the first time in their school history. So this sort of moves the needle a little bit, especially for somebody from the Magic City. It absolutely does. And I think that there can be some comparisons just to kind of bridge the state with Missoula Big Sky and Billing Skyview, sure. just kind of how they're the newest compared to the, the two old historical schools that are also in their town at the AA level. But you're right. This is huge for building Skyview and to, to build the program and to completely turn it around. I know some of the families, actually, the Barry family that had a daughter that was on the one in 17 team and then to turn around and win a state title. So uh, a classic guy. Uh, and I think also culture, the parody of double A. It's great for that. We have seen so many new champions and then you add maybe Gallatin what they're going to be able to do. It's going to be fun to watch everybody kind of flourish two, three, four years down the road. But uh, congrats to Skyview for sure. Brett Monta, you are prep extra. With Andrew Houghton, ESPN Radio, Nuana's Now, Tournament Takeover rolls on. Prep Extra Nuana's Now. I'm Andrew Houghton. Joining me on this phone call to discuss Billing Skyview's Girls State Basketball Championship, Falcons head coach Brent Montague. Brent, man, thanks for coming on. Congratulations on the title. I know it's just a couple days after that, but thanks for coming on with us. Yeah, I, I uh, appreciate you having me on. So I just wanted to ask, first of all, what's this last week been like with you guys having the, the state championship trophy, just the aftermath of that game after you guys beat Hellgate? Well, it was pretty exciting. I mean, we had a, you know, a, as soon as the game was over, the kids were able to celebrate with their with their student peers, and that was, you know, that was a lot of fun. We had a, we had a really big following, obviously playing in Billings. And in the Metra, that was that was really cool because it was it was in our own backyard and and there was a lot of uh, you know we had a lot of support and that and that was a lot of fun. But um, we're on we're actually on spring break right now, so I, I haven't actually seen the kids since uh, you know since we left the locker room Saturday night. But I'm looking forward to getting back to school next week, and uh, we've got a few things lined up, uh, a lunch and a uh, and a dinner lined up. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, so we're looking forward to getting together with them next week and and kind of doing a little reminiscing. No doubt. Well, you guys were the story of the tournament at the end, but for a long point, the story this season almost was the Hellgate girls 
We've heard a lot about them on this side of the state. What was it like going into a game against them, and how were you able to limit them, Billing Skyview coming off the 54-44 win over Hellgate to win the Class AA state title? Just what was your game plan going into it, and how were you able to execute it so well? Well, first off, Hellgate, you know, it's no secret. They're, they're really good. Uh, great size. They had great skill. They were hungry. You know, they lost the championship last year. Essentially, they lost that game in the last couple minutes. I mean, they were in complete control of that championship last year versus Capital, and, and um, you know, some things happened there at the end that, that were unfortunate for them, and Capital made some plays. And, and I know that, you know, they were really hungry to come back this year and, and win the title, no doubt, with the senior crew that they had. And, and they had the Alex Coville, who was a junior. So they had a great group of kids, very well coached. Um, and we, we had seen them before, you know, we went up to Missoula December 11th and we played them and they beat us by six. And, um, we did some things in Missoula that, that, uh, you know, we learned a lot from, you know, um, that we kind of carried over when we played, when we played them in the championship, just some things maybe not to do against them more than, more than anything, you know, and, uh, against a team like that, you got to hope that you know, maybe they're off a little bit. And anyway, we played zone and, and pretty much we mixed up a couple things here and there, but, uh, the kids executed great, uh, defensively. They were, they were fantastic. And probably the biggest thing that, that we did from a, a basketball standpoint was we limited second shots. Uh, we boxed out really well that night. We were able to rebound the ball, limit them to one shot, get on, on, on the, on the break when, when, uh, you know, when those opportunities were there. And then, you know, the kids made really good decisions in the half court. and We got the ball to the right people and, and uh, knocked down free throws. I think we shot 58% from the, from the field and we took care of the, of the free throw line. And, and that was a, that was a big deal. So, um, you know, just a credit to our kids. I mean, they were, they were, um, they were about as, as good as they could be that night. Brent Montague, head coach of the Billings Skyview Girls Basketball Program, joining us for this prep extra on Nuanez now, just a couple days after the Falcons beat Missoula Hellgate 54-44 to win the Class AA state title. Brent, sort of the story of that game was Brianna Williams for you guys, 25 points. Just a sophomore, she was going up against Alex Coville a lot. What's been the story of her development? I mean, what have you what have you seen from her this year? Well, I think the... You know, Brianna, Brianna came in as a freshman last year and, and, um, you know, she, she just, she's, she didn't come in, you know, trying to just, you know, work her way in. We, we, we needed her to make an immediate impact. And she's the type of kid who, you know, she's the total package. She's unbelievable on the court. She's unbelievable off the court. Um, she's got, you know, just highly talented kid. Um, but this year, you know, probably, you know, she was a freshman last year and, and this year she had, you know, she had that one year, um, you know, that one year of experience, which, which is really about all she needed. And, um, you know, she just became a lot more aggressive for us, uh, especially offensively. Um, you know, and I think, I think our kids, uh, realized that, that the ball had to move through her, you know, if, if we were going to go where we needed to go, uh, we had to have the ball moving through her and um, usually when it got into her hands this year 
for the most part, positive things happened. And, and our whole team understood that. They bought into that. And we have some other, you know, we have some other talented players, uh, you know, very skilled and, and talented and athletic. And, and I think everybody knew if we're going to go where we needed to go, um, you know, that ball definitely had to, it had to move through Brianna. Uh, didn't necessarily mean she was going to shoot it, but she was going to set up her teammates and, and um, put them in, in really good opportunities to be successful. And, and, and that's kind of where we went with it the last three quarters of the season. And it worked out well for us. Well, I'm watching some highlights of you guys up on SWX right now because we've got a television in the studio. It's just cool to see. I mean, what would you say about some of the other girls on the team this year along with Brianna? Well, obviously, you know, things start with Brooke Berry. You know, Brooke was a four-year starter. Um, you know, she'd started the year before I got here. And, and um, you know, so obviously three-year starter uh, since I've been there. And, you know, Brooke's probably, in my opinion, she is the best open court player uh, in the state. I mean, she's phenomenal in the open court. You know, six feet tall. I've, destru- I've described her as a Corvette on steroids. I mean, she's... Um, you know, she gets after it. She's fast. She's a great ball handler. Um, she can get to that basket, um, kind of slice and dice, you know, with her, with her athletic ability. And so a lot of things, you know, our whole, you know, our offense starts with her pushing that ball. And then we've got a, a really skilled shooter in Cami Harris. Um, you know, she's a really good ball handler, really understands the game. She can shoot that thing from the parking lot and and, and make shots and, and uh, get to the basket, sets other people up. She's, um, you know, very, very high basketball IQ. And then we've got a kid, MG Spotted Bear, who, you know, and these are our three kind of core seniors, three three starters that have, you know, three all of them three-year starters. And, um, you know, MG Spotted Bear, I think, led the state in steals and just, you know, 5'11 and long and, and plays hard and, and uh, kind of a, a nightmare defensively for teams. So, you know, we threw in Brianna in that mix and you know, we had other kids that really stepped in and just kind of um, owned their role, you know, totally knew what their jobs were with, with our team and, and um, a really selfless team. I mean, um, I, I can't uh, tell you how selfless they were. They just totally bought into the team aspect and, and, you know, once the thing got rolling, they were, they were going downhill, so it was a lot of fun. Brent Montague, head coach of the Billings Skyview girls basketball team, joining us here for a prep extra on Nuanez now. Brent, I guess I'll just I'll leave you with this. I mean, this has been talked about a lot, but a one-win team four years ago, and that was the year before you came in. To go from that to twenty-two and two and and state champions, just what have what kind of growth have you seen out of this team since you've been here? And and what was it like seeing them do that? This was, I told somebody the other day, I said, in all my years in sports, whatever, whatever it's been, uh, you know, playing and, and did some college coaching as well. Um, this was the most gratifying, uh, the, you know, team that I've ever been around or experience that I've ever been around. Just watching these kids grow uh, and, and, puts put in so much uh time and and effort and everybody does that and i get that um but these guys just had they had something uh they had something inside with some intangibles that i can't really describe and you could just see their their they had laser focus um this year 
and uh, there was a little pain along the way. We lost to West High at the buzzer on January 22nd, and uh, I, I feel like that, that they just kind of realized, hey, we, we've got to dig even deeper, um, and they did. And, you know, we could have gone – we could have gone two ways after that loss. We could have, you know, we could have just kind of felt sorry for ourselves and maybe things wouldn't have gone the way they did, but they, they didn't do that at all. They just came back on that Monday and, and got after it. And, and, um, you know, they just, they just kept getting better, but it's been, it's been a lot of fun watching, watching these kids grow, you know, especially when you've got a group for, you know, a few years and the, a lot of them are the same kids. Um, you just kind of keep seeing them mature and, and get better. And, and um, you know, they've, they've come a long way since, uh, since that first year. Well, that's awesome. Coach Brent Montague of the Billings Skyview girls basketball team joining us. After the Falcons won the Class AA state title 54-44 over Hellgate at the Billings Metro over the weekend, Coach, congrats again on the title. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to be talking with you again soon. Well, I sure appreciate you uh, reaching across the state and and uh, and uh, reaching out, and, and uh, we, we sure appreciate uh, you giving us a chance to talk about our story. Brent Montague, the head coach of the Billings Skyview girls basketball team, the Class AA state champions. It's our tournament takeover coming to you at this exact moment from Portland, Oregon. About to step into our first tournament site for the NCAA tournament. Didn't expect to see Boise State or Memphis or Georgia State or Gonzaga live and in person, but here we are. We're going to see those teams today. And then tomorrow we'll have a full slate of games, including watching Montana State take on Texas Tech. The other games for the day also include Alabama versus Rutgers, Seton, Alabama versus Notre Dame, I have a, a Freudian slip. Riley's correcting me right now because I, I bet a bunch of money on Rutgers on the drive to Spokane last night. So here we are. But uh, then we also have Seton Hall versus TCU. And when the, what's, the, what's the night game there? Arizona against Wright State, the other uh, play-in winner. So potentially the team that everybody's picking, maybe outside of Gonzaga, Arizona. Well, the uh, NCAA tournament rolls on. We'll have full updates for you of all the action at the top of the second hour. Plus, hour number two, we're going to hear from Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach as well as Xavier Bishop, the MVP of the Big Sky Tournament, super senior point guard for the Bobcats, and we'll have a full slate of tournament scores and updates. Nuana's now the tournament takeover rolls on. Tournament takeover presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. From auto accidents to medical malpractice to wrongful death or any criminal defense, Ryan Holloway and Miller should be your first call. No matter what your legal needs, when it comes to personal injury or criminal defense, call Ryan Holloway and Miller today. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 billion. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get 
commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.